Hey dolls and welcome back to another episode of the Romantically Lit podcast featuring two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different black romance novels from across the diaspora. I am Hannah. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's episode, we sunrise a new romance novel, rather an anthology, um, by an author who is not new to this podcast. It's Bolu Babalola's Love in Color. Today, we'll be discussing the first seven short stories that are written in a reimagined tale of classical mythologies from around the world. But if you find that this is not your type of read, please head on over to your favorite audio streaming platform to listen to equally romantic books we reviewed in the past, such as Ebony Liddell's Love Radio and A.E. Valdez's Three King Part Story, Snow King Catches His Snowflake, as well as Part 2, Winter's Eve, Then, Now, and forever always oh well same thing but you know what miss miss valdez put always okay as always (laughs) in this love shack of ours that we call our lecker podcast we welcome all different types of love tropes and we know we reviewed something just for you and on that note let's kick it Hello and welcome back. Um, as my very smart co-host stated, uh, <laughs> don't act shocked. Um, well, that's a compliment I've never heard before. That's not true. Right. That's not true. Why? Why are you doing domestics on the pod? Let's start. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're entering the month of love, and as a romance. You know, we're already in the month of love. So yeah. by the time you're listening to this, happy Valentine's Day, guys, if you celebrate. Yeah, happy V-Day. Um, I feel like that means something else. No, that's D-Day. Never mind. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the march on. Uh, you were, never mind. Um, yes, happy I'm Valentine's you know. Day. Mm-hmm. It's just, you just... Give me a second. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, and to kick off our month of love because we're a little late and we're sorry we missed you but we're back and hopefully you catched our interview with uh the lovely amazing miss ebony liddell we absolutely loved uh having uh, the little time she was gracing us mm-hmm. to ask all our our fan questions if you guys listened to our episodes before you know we absolutely loved her book love radio so please check that out and now we're returning to an author that started it all for us yes um we reviewed the first she was the first book we reviewed on here even though the sound quality was crazy and if you listen and you're still here thank you <laughs> <laughs> and you're a real one and we and you know what you matter to me okay you matter <laughs> to me a lot um <laughs> but we are reading uh bolu babalola's love in color so it's a bunch of short stories focusing on the mythological worlds and uh yeah, we're just going to get into it. We're going to do the first half of the book today. Yep. So we're going to start with Miss Oshun. Oshun, Oshun. The goddess of fertility in Yoruba yes. traditions. She's a deity? She's a deity. Mm-hmm. She's seen amongst all black diasporan um, or a lot of black diasporan yeah. cultures. 
uh, particularly the ones of uh, those who were taken, unfortunately, from the transatlantic slave trade. I know there's pictures of her in Brazil, Haiti. Yes. Uh, Cuba. Yes, definitely Cuba. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And of course, Nigeria. And yes. where else speaks your Benin? There's a French country where they where there's a lot of Yoruba people as well. Don't look at me like that. Um, where Angelique um, Kijo's from? Benin. Thank you. She was making faces like I said something dumb. I no, said no, a lot no. of dumb things. I just I love Benin. <clears throat> oh right. <laughs> let me not say too much, but um, <laughs> um, let me keep that to myself. But um, <laughs> anyway, so she yeah. So we're gonna focus on Oshun and. What Bolu does with the book is she either kind of keeps it within the reference of the mytholo- the original mythological story. Yeah. <clears throat> in the time period, I guess you would say. Yeah. Or, because not just mythological deities and things like that, but it's like stories of it's warriors. It's like classical, and- if you go around the world and you've heard like different classical um, tales, She's just retelling them yeah. into like in, in, in any form. Like it could be from that time period or it's more made more ultra contemporary. Um, it's really it, she just took she just took a little um blueprint and ran with it. Yeah, and for Oshun it was in the context of an academy. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. I was like, Okay, I kinda wanna see this on a show. Come on, Netflix. But I was like, but Netflix probably gonna end it after like you know, three seasons, cancel it, not give it enough money. Oh, yeah. So never mind. Speaking of, before we get there, did you, we discussed this, but Tia Williams is uh, <laughs> Seven Days in June. Right. It's becoming a TV series. It's going to be a sh- limited TV series. I don't know which network. I don't remember. They're still shopping either. around. I think but... it's Will Packer. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I just pray to all the gods <laughs> new and old, old. <laughs> that it is it gives what it i i hope the book <laughs> i hope the content in the book stays as is and they just turn into dialogue for the screenwriting that's what i hope and you guys already know, I think last time we read Miss T was, we'll be reading her next. Um, that's not a spoiler. So y'all should go get your copies of Long, uh, A Love Song for Ricky Wilde. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I did say, I do not want to see Seven Days in June in media. <laughs> and I remember telling you, in a world where we're run by the bottom line, it's impossible for a book that had so much buzz to not be part of a moving picture so here we are i'm afraid guys because the last time you guys gave we, me something uh, we, we know we i'm know. afraid we, we, we all know i'm excited and also you here. guys have to pick someone really 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 fine to play shane i'm sorry okay. enough of that let's let's talk <laughs> about enough of that because that's important to me you know yeah. shane is like my top three book right. boyfriends like i love shane so much yes and if y'all ruined him for me i will never forgive you like never and me and miss tia just got right again after the perfect match the perfect find the perfect you see i don't even remember that book's name because <laughs> i've removed it so much from my schema okay but I'm back. But I love Miss Tia. Like that is my home girl. I love her. When my copy came, you should have seen how excited I was. Holly told me to calm down. But I'm ready. I'm ready to be fooled again. You know. And that's what it is. That's the thing about loving love. You you've got to be ready to fall again. I'm ready to fall again. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
But anyways, back to Miss Oshun. Han is real, still having a bit of fear. I have a lot of fear. <laughs> I don't think you understand. I'm, I'm staying very cool, calm, and collected. I don't know what to expect. I just have to crack open the book and, and you know, get into it. But for now, let me just be calm. I don't want to disappoint myself or raise too much. You know what I mean? I want to be calm. I want to be calm. I know it's good, but I want to be calm. I've heard good things so far. I saw, speaking of the author, Bolu, she was under her comments. I think she read it and she said she liked it. Mm. So. Okay. I think I also saw Candy Ryan in her comments and she she sounded like she liked it. So, okay. you know. That, that, that These are people I respect. <laughs> I also respect Miss Tia. I don't think. The problem with that book was not the the writing. No. It was the general plot. Yeah. The and it's the same issue we had as we discussed with Akweke Amezi's um You Made a Fool of Death with Your Beauty. Yeah. The right I think about that book quite often actually because it, Yeah, because it's actually so beautiful. As I said, because of that book, I had I didn't know who Buika was, but I've been listening to her one song, mm-hmm. which I really like. And it's a song that I always think they're playing in their house when all the BS is happening. But um, <laughs> but I think about it because in, in essence, that book is so beautifully written and the context is, I loved it. is amazing. But um, there's just, again, like, and you know, the two books that you're mentioning right now, the common denominator <laughs> is the fact that there's a huge age gap between the two characters. I'm, I, I don't, I don't sit well with that type of, I just don't, it's not my thing, but the girls are like it. Y'all have fun. Funny enough, we saw a tweet where um somebody said, y'all say you want complicated female characters, but you couldn't handle her. And it was my girl from, you made a fool of death yeah, with your Faye. beauty, Faye. And I was just like. I tried, people. I tried. I said, y'all won. <laughs> y'all can have him. <laughs> you got me. You're right. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I can't handle complex characters. <laughs> because she was stressing me out. I really tried with her. So there were moments I remember I'd be like, yeah, I'm with it. Like, they're cute or whatever. And then it when it got another t- way. Then it got too messy. And I was they like, oh, uh-uh. yeah. what do you mean your son is trying to throw my shit out? Like, this is crazy. Had she not dated his son, I think I would have been, been on point. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, uh, I don't care about the outside age. Of looking in, girl. Like, this looks, this looks crazy to me. It does. And like I said, the question that we asked ourselves, had this been my father? that and that's not i would have been beaten ass <laughs> yeah sorry i would have stormed in there and been like come down here you i don't know who you think you are boom in my father's house Mm-mm. not happening okay and you know one thing as an african girl you you everybody loves to say my father's house like <laughs> period <laughs> but back to miss oshu so she had an academy which i believe is a school yeah, they're in a school and an for academy the gifted, the for talented, the gifted, for the highborn. Mm. So everybody in this school seems to come from a background of just powers. Power. It's giving Percy Jackson, but for the yam eaters. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and our girl Shun, she is a swimmer. Okay, she has. She loves. I love the way um, Babalola describes how her connection with the water because she's a goddess of the river yeah. while her sister she's is a goddess, goddess of the sea yeah um and her sister's name is uh yeah, yeah oh my god yami moja emoja emoja yeah that's what it emoja. Is. emoja yeah um and she's dating a boy named sango correct and 
Yeah, and the okay, let's start with there. Yeah, so Oshun, the way she comes across, the way she's described in the book is that she has this very intimate relationship with the water. It's mm-hmm. something that she's really good at. She swims, and everybody adores her. She has a beauty that's described that is so unworldly that people can't really like look at her in the eye. Like I don't know, like she just has this beauty that just stuns people. Yeah. And because of that, she gets treated a certain way that I feel like people don't see her for who she really is. They just see her for what her presence gives to an environment. And it makes her feel a type of way. I actually feel the opposite. I feel mm-hmm. like people know how beautiful she is, how multifaceted she is, and how powerful she is. And everybody tries to belittle her to not really recognize all of that. Mm-hmm. Outside of maybe like her sister, maybe. Yeah, but like, to some extent. Because the way in which she describes her relationship with Sango, it's like he doesn't feel the strength of himself so he feels the need to belittle her and in doing so he makes her feel not worthy and things like that so to me it seems like she does know who she is but everybody's kind of just like just kind of like chill out she doesn't even she doesn't i don't think she even care not she doesn't care but she doesn't show it as well because just like it doesn't even matter is anyone gonna listen to me if i scream right now and i think that's why she's perfectly fine with sango cheating on her with other girls i don't think she's fine with it. i think it hurts her because when she talks about um sango walks in with i think his ex-girl and he's like oh oshu never dances with me and she's like no that's a lie i love to dance i dance in the water uh-huh you know what i mean that how he can doesn't he meet her that? where she is he doesn't want to meet her where she is right so yeah she talks about dancing in the water with her sister um yeah, I don't know. So I guess her and her and her sisters are only friend. Yeah, her and her sister are as sisters should be. You know, your confidant, your your partner in crime. And there's they went to some sort of New Year festival. Yes, I'm not really sure what that is. I didn't Google it. Um, if it's from, if I understand it as best as I could. Um, even in reference to other writings and like just traditional stuff, it's usually when you like celebrate the new harvest and you get rid of the older one. From right. what I remember, I think they even talked about it. Like things fall apart. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? I'm trying to remember. Is that what it was called? New Year. The name. The name is not. Let me try and flip through the book. They call it something. Um, the book calls Maybe it I'm, something I'm else. Quoting the wrong festival. Let's find out. People. They call it something else in the book. I keep forgetting. It's two it's two words i keep forgetting but oh, okay well hana entertain us while i uh <laughs> while i do a quick right. search dun, 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 dun. i'm joking um <laughs> so at this festival everybody is there and she is just sitting there quietly you know watching the celebrations the dancing um they had like they have these group of people called the tellers i think the tellers are the people who like maybe the ones I who vocalize like, um like almost the teachers maybe yeah that's what i'm like these are people who carry the oral stories oh, oh they're like, like griots the, i feel like that's what it's this, this describing them as as griots or what do they do it what do they describe it in greek mythology like the bird the bard the person who basically sings what's happening gives you the story to the people who don't know okay so happened. i was wrong and i'm so sorry to all the yoruba people who are screaming um but it is the ojude oba festival okay that's okay no maybe it's not you got it i think that's what it is it's that festival until I the week before yeah at the festival, so festival. If it's about the harvest and 
I don't want to make assumptions. Maybe not because they're gods, so it might not be. It could just be a celebration of, I don't know. I have to Google it. Yamoja, that's her name. Yamoja. Um, everyone's at this festival, and um, Oshun is just watching what's happening, and she can feel this intense um gaze from someone behind her. She can feel it in her <laughs> back. She's like, someone is looking at me directly. Like, what's happening? Yes. Okay. Up. So the Ojide Oba. <laughs> The Ojide Oba Festival is an ancient festival celebrated by the Yoruba people of Ijebu Ode, a town in Ogun State. The annual festival usually takes place the third day after Eid al-Kabir to pay homage and show respect to the royal majesty. It is one of the most spiritual and glamorous festivals celebrated in Ijebu land. Um, let's see. Let's see. Where... As Ilea in Yoruba language... Okay, I think we got. I think uh-huh, we got the gist uh-huh. of what it is. So you know what? You I know think what? We got the gist of what it is. Simply, if y'all want me to spell it, I won't. It's in the book. Buy the books. Great. Buy the book. Or get it from your local library. Okay. So everybody's at this festival, um, <laughs> and like I described, there's someone who she noticed. She feels that there's someone who is gazing at her directly. She can't really figure out what it is, but someone's staring at her. <laughs> okay. Um, during this time, her her man is just. He's like dirty macking on the other girl like, and like just letting the other boys essentially like Yeah, he was just nowhere to lie, like just stuck like, on his balls, like, Oh, you're so great, Sango. Yeah. <laughs> he has yes men around him. Too and many. he was telling them how like he wanted to buy this um this piece of I think it was like a piece of clothing that had like a lion emblem or something on it. Or it was lion's skin. I don't know what it was. Oh, okay. And they refused to sell it to him. And he's just like, oh my God, like, how could, how oh, dare this you? old man. Yeah. yeah. And he ended up hurting the old man, too. Yeah. And he was like, ha ha ha, I'm a brute. And that just tells you what type of man um, Sang- Sango is. Sango is. He's just, he's, he's described as a very violent man. And every time, like, he gets upset, thunder arises and yeah. there's lightning and everything and the only person who can actually calm him down just by just like staring at him or just like holding his hand is Oshun. Oshun. But he's also like he says he's afraid of Oshun because he's aware of how powerful yeah. she is. So. Yeah so that's what's happening at the festival and um, she talks to her sister at some point and says girl <laughs> you know what you say? Somebody. <laughs> don't make it hot <laughs> but look over there. They said over- don't, don't look don't look directly. <laughs> she said look like you're trying to look at something around you don't look <laughs> directly like who is that but don't make it hot yeah and she was like oh oh she's into somebody okay come on let's have because she does say like she loves her sister but like they've never had like a sister relationship where she felt like she understood Oshun but yeah. for some reason in that moment she understood some of the things Oshun has said in the past and like yeah so she she does what she gotta do. She's pretending to look around and she said, Oh, him? That's Arinle. Okay. Mm. He's half human or, or full human. He he's not a god. No, he's not a highborn like them. Yes. I, I, feel, I keep calling them highborn because I feel like that's what they call they refer to each other. Highborn. Sure. He's more of like um the middle He's a human. He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a mortal. Yeah. He's like Odil and I, just mortal. Why am I in it? Because aren't you? You're not a highborn, are you? You don't know yet. My powers are still coming. Okay. I'm not waiting. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, she really thought she really said something. You're um, going to be real cheese when I wake up and I have my powers and I'm not going to use them to help you. 
I don't think your parents are gonna be (laughs) helpful anyway (laughs) wow now you you're recalling my powers useless what are your powers cracking your toes I can't even do that so (laughs) so try again know that that's very awkward very weird (laughs) anyway um anyway so she's like this is a relay. He's a hunter. They say he's killed a thousand lions. Mm. And that's why they brought him up here. He'll be joining the academy next year. But ahead of it, they invited him to the Oju Bay Festival. Yes. And she's like, oh my God, a thousand lions. And, and you know, as I was re-listening to the audio, I was like, that's hot. That's a bit May, okay? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. He should kill a thousand lions. And he says something actually later that I was like, ah, but we're going to get there. So she's looking at him and he's looking at her, but she, she's, you know, in true Yoruba girl fashion, she's acting like she's not seen his ass. Because one thing about Yoruba girls, they're, they're going to pretend they don't like you. Yeah, probably I love a Yoruba you babe. On top of that, mm-hmm. you know, they are the baddest beasts. So <laughs> he comes over and he like, he says her name. No, no, he says something like, why would you, like, approach Sango's girl or something like that? They have a little conversation. What do they say, Hala? Help me out. I don't know what they said. I'm looking at you. And don't look at me, there. girl. We don't, you can just paraphrase, my friend. You can paraphrase. <laughs> that's something we all one thing about Han is she don't want me to go to, to quote no because what's gonna happen is that you're gonna be you're gonna be scattered mind trying to find it and look at you struggling you see what I haven't the even par- tried yet don't try anyway the- so he comes over and he's flirting with her a little bit and he she- sings for her can we can can you give me a second oh okay so he flirted with her and yeah, he like sings her name in a low tenor. Yeah. And the only reason you would ever sing a woman's name in a low tenor is if you, you're trying to get with her. Exactly. So all the other highborns were like, oh. And also I feel like singing in and that type of thing is only done, the tellers or the people who are, those are people who are designated to do that, assigned yes, to do that. Yes, yes. So for him to do that is completely against all cultural norms. But it makes my girl feel a little bit gigglish and everything. And of course, this grabs the attention of people around because they're just like, who is this nun highborn, a mortal man trying to sing to one of the most powerful, beautiful, most wanted girls in the village? And all he sings is her name. He just says, oh, shoon, oh, shoon. And that has Sango like, I know he did not just sing your name. And Yamoji's like, but he did. You know when you're, you don't want your sister or your friend to be dating that ass of a human being. You're like, "Mm -hmm. mm-hmm. Cheat girl, cheat back. (laughs) <laughs> but seriously though yes um and so she he's just standing there because at the end of the day Oshun's, you know she's you know she she's entertaining it so she's kind of pretending that sango's not there and she does mention that like sango's actually never sung to her not no. because he can't but because he doesn't believe he prides himself on not bringing himself low enough to do so. Right. So in the way that she describes Sango and the difference with what she's seeing from Arinle, Arinle clearly, like, he's not afraid of who she is just mm-hmm. off the first look. And he's he's obsessed with her. Yeah. At the end of the day, we all just want somebody who's obsessed with us. <laughs> <laughs> Han is feeling away, know, you know. Right. <laughs> Valentine's Day coming. We don't got Valentine's. She's feeling a little way. Just I have Valentine's. Who's it? I can't say. Why? Continue. 
Do I know him? Girl, I said continue. Does he go to another school? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't have one either, so let's not be embarrassed. You're not my either. I, said, I have. There's no either here. I have Valentine's. You don't have. There's you no have weird. stories. You don't have Valentine. You got stories, girl. You want me my Valentine? Okay, and so what happens next, Odilia? Damn, she hate me for real. So anyway, so she he's still doing his thing, and then he says something that I think is so romantic. He says, Oshun, may I borrow you? I would kill a thousand lines for your diary. Scale mountains to pluck the stars for your wedding jewels. Slap the clouds to make them cry, so your rivers will always overflow. Let me tell something. That would get Odilia. <laughs> The thing is, I believe it would get you too. So yeah. I don't know why you're talking. I just hate him. <laughs> Literally. That was very sweet. He keeps going. He says, stand tall, my queen. I would give you the universe. But how can I gift you to you? What? What? That That's a killer line right there. So I will give you my heart, strong and true. I cannot con- conjure thunder. It's referencing an uh, old boy over there. But I will plant a forest for you. Sow flowers that bloom. In your presence, fruit that tastes like your essence. And that is better. <laughs> Oshun, Oshun, my beat is calling your waist. Won't you answer? Won't you answer? You look like a woman who loves to dance. And she is a woman who likes to dance. Exactly. And so what does she do, Adelia? She looks at Sango and says, I'm about to, I'm about to shake it up, okay? And yeah. she does th- just that. And that's the end of that short story. Yeah, and I loved it. Yes, it was good. You know what? In rereading it, because obviously we read the book before. Yes, we have. I think I love it this second time. I don't know what it is, but I was like, oh, it's really resonating with me this time around. There are definitely a lot of short stories in this book that I've reread multiple times in the past. Um, but I think rereading Oshun was, it was a nice treat. I felt I felt happy afterwards. And actually, I love the way it ended. I forgot I was going to mention this. Um, from this moment on, she would become used to being seen mm. i think that's the thing that she was fighting for because yeah. everyone would just look at her and he's just like listen i will kill those lions i will climb the, the tallest mountain and slay the dragon you, you are <laughs> quoting shrek <laughs> I so much. why are you quoting we i'm putting a ban on shrek <laughs> um and yeah and you know she would become used to being seen <laughs> now now she's being seen. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on to the next moving on to the next short story. Now this short story is we're going we're that's now we left we left um Nigeria. We're going to we're going to technically Iran. London, but the yeah. the original story is from Iran. Yes, it's from Iran and Persia. it's the Yes. Um and it's based it's be, being retold over um a thousand and one nights, which is one of their one of one of the most popular classical mythical stories yes. and everything. And I think this is Hannah's favorite. For a while this might Let be a me tell you. In rereading it, I think I have a new favorite. I it still holds up for me. Um and the name of oh my god, we didn't even name Oh Shaharazad. Shaharazad. That's the name of him. Now. Ah. Uh, where do I begin? Probably at the beginning where she yes. uh, spots him. At the So we're at the beginning and we meet these two people and they are politically affiliated in some ways. She doesn't realize he is because he tells her that he is a 
history teacher, history teacher in Iranian politics. history and politics. Um, and she is a strategist, a strategist for a, a for client, big, municipal client, client who I am assuming is someone who is very heavily involved in politics and like moving. Yeah. The you know it's giving the mafia. Pieces, yeah, moving the pieces of something. Um, they don't know this by now, but they're he knows he knows. We do not know, but yeah. he knows. He knows that these two the people they work for are in opposite ends. Yeah, they have a common enemy, but they rather fight each other. Exactly, as most politicians, as do. most politicians do. Um, so it's unfortunate, but you know, because they're in the same circle, they end up like you know being in the same conventions and everything. So the first time they met, um, it was a very interesting conversation because she she noticed that he was looking at her, mm-hmm. and then she just like, okay, fine. I'll let you buy me a coffee or whatever it is. Yeah, like, that, that's like, coming off very strong. Imagine Shahrazad. he said, I just don't even know who you are. <laughs> He'd be like, girl, I was staring above your head. Like, okay. I would run and hide and never come back. Yeah. But he was like, oh, okay. But in this instance, he was entertained. He's like, yeah, oh, I like this girl. Starting off, you know, starting off strong. Exactly. And, you know, they do a little banter and everything. And they seem to have quite a bit in common. And she's Shahrazad is very used to being having, like, the upper hand in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And she's very, very, very opposed to being in any serious relationship. Like, she's afraid of tearing down her walls and let somebody in and seeing her. She'd rather just do things casual, very uh, plain, whatever. Her main focus is her job. Yes, job only, and I think she says one because her job is so difficult, like, and it's so dangerous, like, yeah, it's hard to have connections. Two, um, she, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, her. It sounds like her mom died young, and her dad was kind of shitty. Yeah, she. Let's just call an orphan. She is an orphan. (laughs) (laughs) Clap if you think she's an orphan. Oh, man, and I so she Wendy. had to fend for herself. She paid for her schooling. She's financially independent. Like she is thirty two years of age. Thir- yep, and she just walks around the world, caring and mattering for herself. Mm. She's she's hyper independent to on, on, honestly to a fault. Um, so meeting this strange man who his name is Shaharia. Shaharia, um, she's taken aback by just how easy they have the conversation. Yeah, and I think in moments later in the book. In, in the in the short story she says like i forgot how well this man knows me like he just it's just it's just an ease to him yeah and she also says and he acknowledges how smart she is yeah but and she also say like he's at my level like mm. we're the same but i'm i'm better than him but we're the we're same, same. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what also lets her know like his job is you know yeah and so you know they decided you know they they got off on a you know strong start and they decided let's do this casual casually right so she decides she decides (laughs) let's do this casually it's always on her terms yeah so you know they little they bump to each other they bump so they bump into each other (laughs) girl you were doing so well you i know i i don't know why i stopped because i was was thinking ahead and i stopped i said wait a minute (laughs) Um, but yeah, they do a little casual dating and stuff and they have, she knew that she loved him is when they had their first fight. And in the short story, they do talk about how they had their first fight. I love how Bolu wrote it though. Like she said, first of all, we said we would only see each other if we randomly bumped into each other. And then we started bumping to each other over dinner. And then we started bumping each other over at hotels. And the next thing I was, he was bumping into me in my kitchen, on my kitchen floor. Like, (laughs) it's like, girl, it's It's no longer casual. And next thing you know, we were bumping each other sitting on the couch and he's stroking my hair, talking about this is nice. 
nice. And then you're just, and because of who she is, the person, she's just like, yeah, this is casual. This, this is casual. And he said, okay, I'm talking to, to two other women. And she and was like, like, yeah, you should. She's like, amazing. But Loki, she was on I Instagram. Think, no, she was on Instagram <laughs> stalking, saying, who are these girls? Why do they look like me? You know, like she was getting <laughs> upset. And um, so she did something so stupid. She decided, you know, let me make out with my ex-boyfriend. And yes. let me tell him that I did that. Yes. And of course, this upset him. And he's just like, I need you to stop this. Mm. I need you to stop doing this because let's talk about what's going on. And she's like, what's there to talk about? She just, He's just like, well, let's talk about why, you know, I have my toothbrush at your place and why I buy your favorite yogurt and it's sitting in my fridge. Mm. You know what I mean? And she's like, okay, those are just food items. He's just like, no. <laughs> we love each other we love each other and i love you and i don't want you to start um pretending or acting like this is there's nothing real here when it really is like stop trying to force things to not work Mm. so that i can dump you because that's not going to happen i could never ever get enough of you yeah stop kissing your ex-boyfriend who you describe as like she describes him as like a rundown wolf of all girl he's like nobody he's (laughs) in my he's he's not even the the tracks on the street car and Shaharia <laughs> describes him as like, or he he uses a certain word that's like, how the heck am I arguing with this man? He has time to be using big enough words that yeah. are like. Pestiferous? Yes. Pestiferous? Yeah. I, said, I, said, I don't even know what that means. Girl, I still don't know what it means. <laughs> I, the thing is that I was reading on my Kindle, I could easily have highlighted it and then it would tell me what it means, but I chose these. <laughs> me too. I was like, whatever. I said, I know enough words. I mean, as long as she knows what it means, <laughs> I'm with her. Exactly. Um. So after he confesses and she's just like, I have to give in. Like, it's true. Everything he said is absolutely right. I, I love this man and I don't know why I keep like fighting myself not to like him. And so, yeah, they said, let's make this, let's make, let's make this thing work. And so they for do the two years and a half. How, how many days is a thousand one days? Until, yeah. Why would you ask me to do math? That's like three years. That's like three years. See, yeah. I didn't even get that. <laughs> It's like three years. Yeah. A year's 365, 1,001 days, yeah. 300, 300, 300. Yeah, so a little less than three years. Okay, so two years and like a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah, they just, they've been having a great two years and then something tragic happens. So basically they move into together, they're together and they decide we're not going to have kids because our jobs are what our jobs are, even though it's so clear. Like, I think they want to have kids because sometimes you don't want to have kids, but when you see that person, you want to have kids with, Yeah. but they don't. But then she notices like something changes in him. Their jobs in general just got more stressful because their partners or their clients were arguing a little more. Yeah. And they purposely like chose a home in a gated community and like he he now like kissed her longer and would be like be careful and like she you know she just kind of knows those things and i think the day before he she was like he let's told stay. her let's stay at home yeah and she did and then the next day um she got a phone call yeah and he was in a car accident quotations yeah. um it was definitely planned yeah oh, absolutely it's unfortunate because it put him into a coma mm and the way the book the way the story is told is that it's it's it's, it's her, her telling him uh, telling him yeah yeah like how we met how we fell in love what yeah. our story is about and my assumption is that this man is gonna get up and these two are gonna get married and the clients are gonna die she and already killed be... them she said she said yes, i she took did. care of them yes she did <laughs> okay so i here's my thing the first time i read it 
I said, oh, Shahar is dead. Like he's dead. It yeah. is what it is. I've I've mourned my lo- my dead. Like I've moved on. <laughs> right. This time reading it, I was like, no, he's gonna wake up. He's gonna wake up because <laughs> I think love like that, true love like that, should would withstand even death. Because she does say she says they don't get to make your heart stop. I only do that. Yeah. You say I take your breath away when I walk into the room. They don't get to do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> The hopeless romantic in me believes he's going to wake up. And he be has like, to. Shahrazad. I highlighted a part here in the book when she got the call that he was in a car crash. Mm. I like the way um, Babalola was just like, all the iron in my blood drew together in blocks and dragged me to the floor. Like, I can Ooh. imagine yeah. like the feeling of something that happened to your partner and you just like collapsing to the ground because you can't believe what you just heard yeah and i just i just said this man has to be alive he (laughs) has to be alive i'm I'm dead serious i said he has to be alive right here in my notes he has to be alive (laughs) um and yeah that and that's their love story if someone could ask miss babalola you know does she think he's alive that would be great I would never ask her that question. <laughs> You're pretty I the don't answer? want her to invalidate or validate anything. I just want to be I'll in my her. own piece. Okay. <laughs> when you get a hold of her, let her know then. I will. And yeah, then we move on to our next story, which is Is it is it the Are we back in are we do we go back to the continent? Are we in Yes, we're in Egypt. We're in Egypt, yo. Nefertiti. Yes. I'm sorry, Nefertiti. <laughs> What'd you say? Nefertiti. Nefertiti. Yeah. I said Nefertiti. Oh. <laughs> you child. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, everybody knows this name because this is one of the most popular names across the globe. But for those who do not know who Nefertiti is, who she's is a she? goddess. She's an Egyptian goddess. Yep. Ancient Egyptian goddess. I don't remember what she's a goddess of. I can't remember either. I just know that very powerful very admired um was married to i think uh yeah and they rule a house a house of i think that's what the house is named after in the book let me find it house of atien atien yes that's what it is and nefertiti is is described as this very revered woman Mm. and she she holds the the office that she holds is run strictly by women Mm. and there are people who hate that well men men and the the, the police it's oh sorry i'm confusing with something else i just it's akin Mm. yeah so nefertiti like i said like she runs an office full of women these women are warriors they're fighters oh no you're right house of akin but her last name is (laughs) her husband's name is akin because she was akin's beloved you just keep taking me back and forth (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is not a tennis match i'm moving on <laughs> sorry girl i'm moving on friend i'm moving on okay but it's nefertiti akin but she she the club is house of atten and it's the underworld okay it's getting and- gotham sorry okay <laughs> and um there are a group of people who oppose her rule her 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 leadership and these uh i'm, I'm assuming they're like the like the military of Something. the police the police the pigs um they call themselves the duet Ooh. girl i don't remember the duet so basically she they call her like she's a vigilante yes. in essence for yes. women and her club works as an underworld <laughs> club yeah no it's, it's right, club, you're right, you're right. It's it reminds me of like I'm sh- yeah i hate to give it this comparison but 
you if you've ever seen Batman or read Batman, mm. do you remember where Penguin worked in Batman, like and how they were doing up, you know, illegal things in there, but like in a good way because women are running it, and all they're doing is beating men. So, because <laughs> um, that's what her husband was doing, right? He met her on the street. Somebody had killed her mother, and he she was on the street he fell in love with her she fell in love with him that's the only man she's ever loved yeah um until his dying breath and he because of her helped clean up a little bit yeah and he was still doing like you know shady he, yeah, things he was still he was still a man yeah that she didn't like so when he passed and she took over house of atten despite other people wanting to take over and the police force who may or may not be the duat um <laughs> wanting to do so she she didn't she like we meet her and she's literally beating a man because he was beating his pregnant wife made her lose two babies is the yeah. duat by the way okay the brave officers of the duat so i guess duat might be the city yeah um and she essentially she like so yeah so she just she lets women come in like my husband's a piece of shit please be his ass which i like <laughs> i think that's how the world should be i think ruled. that's exactly how the world Genuinely, should work under my regime that's exactly what i'll be adopting <laughs> and she like yeah in this particular situation she got the woman out with her baby and told yeah. the man if you even try to find them we're gonna spare you today yeah but if you even try and find them tomorrow okay just know that mm-hmm. and um at the same time, at her club, she's like a singer. So I guess she started out at yeah. when um, Akin found her, and um, she she still performs every once in a while. The lady Isis comes up there with her mm-hmm. raspy voices, like never Titi. Right. <laughs> I listened to the audiobook, guys. Oh, okay. I, I was like, where is this coming from? The audiobook is actually that's what I'm saying. The first time I hated the audio audiobook. You did? I didn't hate it, but I was like, I think it my one issue with audiobooks is I and I will stick with this. I need there to be different actors for that's different. That's not how it works you know, though. I don't care. Maybe one day it's just I, one day. Yeah, maybe one, one day. day. But this one was good because it's different stories. You could tell they tried to find people who could do the accents from. Yeah, the I'm pretty place. sure they're from all the regions. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. So like they sounded more Egyptian, they sounded more Nigerian, they sounded more Ghanaian. Yeah, like you know, I think the only one that of so far that we're talking about. Other than that, some of them were just British. Like obviously, yeah. Shahrazad was British. Psyche was british yeah ocean had an accent atom yeah, yeah. and see but, you. um yes yeah so i'm sure they found somebody from you know french-speaking west africa to do sia but um anyway so so she you know he she announces on stage and she sees a woman you know our girl nefertiti bats for both sides and she's like oh you fine girl she didn't say that but then when she got off stage she told her bestie who's her bestie again um continue i'll figure out so she told her bestie like hey girl the girl i saw in the crowd tell her to come to my booth she sends her and then she says homegirl says she doesn't want to come to your booth and she said uh that's really weird everybody wants to come to my booth this is so strange she said she's fine where she is that's that yes fast <laughs> that should have been easy like she's quite popular yeah <laughs> I was struggling too. I was like, "Where is what's her name?" I was like, like uh, Sarah, Sarah "Come on, Jones, Jones." 
literally every time you watch Black Panther, Glory's a boss, you know, because okay. they just picked whomever. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, boss is like boss. It's like you know she doesn't want you, and 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 Nefertiti's like there's something weird about that, and she like that a girl doesn't want you. She's like no, no, no. There's something weird about it. Go ask the broader girls if they've seen her before. Yeah. Boss goes to go do her thing. She comes back and she's like, pulls the curtain. She's like, you right. We think she's an undercover cop. Mm-hmm. She, you know, what do you want me to do about it? And yep, she, said, she definitely Don't. wants to do what? <laughs> okay. So she's like, don't worry about it. I'm going to go talk to her. So mm-hmm. she goes over. I imagine she goes over quite sexy. Like for some reason, I see Nefertiti like with a red banged wig <laughs> in leather. That's why we lost you because you said wig. <laughs> what do you mean wig? What do you mean wig? Have you seen pictures of what Nefertiti could look like? I've only seen the old uh, sculptures. I don't think she has red hair or a wig or lace. I don't know what she. <laughs> obviously it's not a lace front it's from the beauty supply store um so nefertiti makes her way to see this girl and be like you know what one yeah what's <laughs> happening here and um she goes up to her and they're talking they're talking they're flirting and then she says what's your name and she says mott yeah my name is mott Mott? most people call me maddie, maddie. but maddie. then she yes. there's something in her eye that lets her know she didn't plan on giving her real name mm-hmm. and then she okay yeah that's the picture i know of her why can't she have a red wig just imagine um what's that really famous um model's name who was in the video and she played nefertiti iman yes imagine her with a cute little red wig okay <laughs> let's move on and so <clears throat> Come on. Yeah, I, I know. Iman, Eddie Murphy, Michael Jackson. Right. That video. was okay. I forgot he was in that. I love that video. It's one of my favorite Michael Jackson videos. <laughs> anyway. Oh, and then the dance break. Oh, MJ, King of Pop, RP King. Anyway. Um yeah. you see the picture of his nephew as him? I thought it was Michael Jackson. They painted him white. And I was like, oh look, young they Michael. Him white? Yeah, Jafar. Jafar Jackson. Okay, so <laughs> back to the short story here. <laughs> yeah, I think he's Jermaine's son. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to get it out first before I can continue. <laughs> oh God, I was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like holding a pee. I had to get it out. I was like, oh my God, I feel so relieved. <laughs> um, anyway, so they have a conversation and Nefertiti is just like oh, this girl's a little bit of flirt you know what I mean you know what I mean she's flirting with me and flirting back um as I just said you know my girl plays both sides both sides <laughs> um and uh she's trying to like catch her in a lie or some sort yes but it seems like Mott is pretty good at like not being she doesn't she, you can tell that she's not afraid of Nefertiti at all she's like mm-hmm, yeah, whatever bit. you say yeah okay whatever and then Nefertiti's like i know what you are yeah okay and then she's just like you're a pig okay and you thought it was cute they made your first assignment to come in here like mm-hmm. all the other pig and you're like oh you'll seduce me mm-hmm. you know maybe we'll have a little girl time and you thought that was cute but i caught you all right no coochie no cakes all right <laughs> and and Maggie's like I I have no idea what you're talking about 
Um, but then there happened to be like, isn't there like some kind of conundrum that happens? Yeah, something. She starts hearing screaming. Yes, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" She sends her assistant. Her assistant runs. Her assistant, her best friend, her Bassett. Her Bassett. She goes and tries and see what's happening. Meanwhile, um, Nefti is looking around and being like, "What's happening?" All these women are looking at her, and then suddenly, very sadly, a body is brought. All right, it's passed. And then there's whimpering. And it ends up being, yes, and she's bleeding. They said that her her, her, her clothes were so soaked in blood that it was becoming stiff. I said, how do you? I know you want to know. Personally, <laughs> keep that to yourself. Because <laughs> that's the extent of bleeding that my girl was going through. And, of course, this is your best friend. This is your right-hand woman. This is everyone. This is, this is, this is. Soul sister, your soul sister. Um, she Nefti is, is scared. She's frightened. She doesn't know what's happening. She wants to get her kid so she can try and um, you know, heal her. Mm. She want her to die. Meanwhile, Mat is just like, let's take her to the hospital. Hospital, and then she's like, you buffoon, you fool. Then we can't take her to the hospital because <laughs> obviously they're gonna try and get me. Like, and they're all after me. Use your head, you stupid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but Mat takes is sympathize with her and be like no let me help you give me your you know i guess your first aid kit or whatever and let me try and help your friend and everything and nefertiti is so grateful for that because she was just so flustered and could not believe what was happening right and it it made her look at at mat very differently more of like this person you know they seem to be very caring they seem to have like an understanding and i think i think nefertiti is alone and she gets lonely and i feel like having somebody like her her even though you know who this person is like they're definitely a pig um but having someone like that help a friend of yours makes you change your mindset around them yeah and so after the whole conundrum and kerfuffle is done and settled um they have a convo they have a conversation where she's like you know i know what you are you're a pig but i just want to understand like the officers of duat are on the wrong side yeah I'm doing good. Like I lost my mom at an early age, yeah. you know, and they didn't do shit about it. And mm-hmm. since I've been here, like I've, I've been t- taking care of these women, not them. And they may want you to think I'm the bad person, but they just want the avenue to keep doing the stupid, bad shit that they're doing. Yeah. So join me <laughs> and we could join another. us. Join my crew. And from second there, for a second there, Adelia, I was like, hmm, maybe she will join her. Maybe everything's going to turn out fine. <laughs> they have a lovely night together. And I'm yeah, they bump lovely... coochies. And, um... <sighs> yes. They, they... <laughs> Why are you sighing, girl? They do. They bump coochies. That there, you said it. Yeah, they bump <laughs> coochies and everything. And um, the next morning, when she wakes up, Nefertiti, I mean, when she wakes up, um, where is, where is, where is, where is Mott? Ma is not there, but then her partner has like his grip around her neck. Yeah, Nefertiti's neck, and Ma comes in with a gun yeah, and is aimed at, at Nefertiti, and she's like, "I'm so dumb." She she doesn't even she doesn't even she's not she's not giggling. <laughs> she's just she's like, like, "Yeah, I knew it. like of course I'd be so foolish enough to let this happen. Like I don't blame you. I blame myself." Yeah, you know, I'm telling you people do bad niggas will die for that. And honestly, at this moment, I thought to myself, "Yeah, once they pull yes. a trigger, you're done. You're finished." Yes. And the the trigger does go off, and it made me really mad. 
but the trigger goes off on the other on mods i guess like yes um, because we do find out that her partner she had told her partner last night to call off the operation yeah called him anyways and he's like let me kill her let me kill her i've been dying bloodthirsty like damn calm down i was like oh my god like you are not chill vibing right now and she just then she just shot him and i was like thank god he's talking too much again Mm. i'm listening to the audiobook so i was like please be quiet (laughs) and then she was like uh so who cleans up around here do we do it ourselves and you know if you ever want a woman to trust you that's the way she she was like you're the love of my life maddie yeah and um yeah that's how that one ends yeah that's basically how that one ends i'm telling you like in slick leather and like, okay, maybe not bangs. Slick leather in the middle of the desert. Okay. <laughs> and a cute bust down, okay? Yeah, bust down. <laughs> and I feel like the house of Aten is like in a pyramid, you know? It's pyramid shaped. Right. And it's gold everywhere. Yeah. And, and brown. Yeah, and I feel like Lady Isis has like huge earrings and mm. like a, a tall head wrap, like Erica Badu height, like super high. Yeah. And but she wears like all white, like linens, you know? Right. But maybe like a really like big necklace. And I feel like Bassett is like I don't know, it's a club. So like, you know, I'm thinking I'm thinking the club is more like but you haven't watched The Matrix, have you? Yes, I've watched it with so you. So the Matrix well, I watched it more more times. With, okay. okay. Right, well. So you know when they go to Zion, the second part, and yes. they're all in the underground, and they're all like sweaty, and it's yeah. that's what I seem like the club is like. It's yeah. very like. I don't think so though because she performs. So I'm thinking it's more like a lounge. Okay, and so <laughs> we move on. To- no, because when have you gone to a club and like, or maybe it's I'm more like, the, like pink, the setting like of the it. pink. I'm saying like the setting. The pink. All right, so she's talking about P Valley, the pink. <laughs> I don't know if anybody here has FX and they watches the pink. Is it on FX? No, it's on Stars. It's Y'all stars. should watch the. Uh, and you watch P Valley down um, in the valley where the girls get naked. It's very good. My wife is on that show. Um, anyway, no, I'm sitting right here. You didn't Anyhow. want to be my Valentine exactly. Earlier. All right, so then we move on to the next story, which I really do love this story. Okay, can I just say now? Yes. This is my new favorite. Okay, this is this is climbing up with Shaharza for sure. And this and the cover, I think it's them. I think it's Atom and them. Oh, I think boy. so too. I think so too. And this is a pretty cover. We've not talked about the cover. This is gorgeous. Oh, the honey. cover is beautiful. And I I don't remember the first time I saw this cover. It was many years back, and I said, "Oh my god, which book is this? I'm gonna read it one day." I'm so glad that we are reading it now. Oh, we're I know. Ready, but I'm so glad we're rereading yeah, it. Yeah, I think I followed her on Twitter before I knew that she was a writer because she's she was quite funny on Twitter. She's kind of yeah, laid back now. Like Love Island tweets. Yeah, she talk about all kinds. I love. I, she calls herself a a romance connoisseur, a rom yeah. connoisseur, or something along those lines. But um, yeah. All right. So the next story is Atem, 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 and we are back in Ghana, 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 sh- Ghana, Ghana, Ghana. <laughs> Never heard of her, but Never we are we are on the Gold Coast. Maybe I shouldn't call it that. Yes, actually. we are in the Gold Coast. We are speci- specifically in the Ashanti region. Yes. So. Um, Atem is the chief's or the king's seventh wife, which is crazy. Yes. Do you know how greedy you have to be? But then I remember in um, The Woman oh. King, yeah, when John Boyega had, had like, like 500 <laughs> of them lined up. But then and I was you like, always have your favorites. 
No, for sure. But I was also like, if John Mayaga was king and he came knocking on my door, I'd be like, okay. I say, yes, daddy, I do. <laughs> Come on, wife number 57. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Don't play with me. But yeah, she's number seven of an old man. He's yeah. not, he, he doesn't look she's like John Boyega. And she says she's repulsed by him. I would be too. Yeah, I would. And the only reason why, unfortunately, she had to be with him was just some sort of arrangement between. He, no, he saw her dancing at the square. And the way the woman, the way Ichuan, Ichuan is her love interest. Yeah, her love interest. When he rolls into town, as he does, mm-hmm. um, he he's an orphan of himself an orphan himself and like he just kind of he goes town to town yeah, building things around. and making leopard um clothing and things yeah and he's like i like dealing with rich people because they're kind of dumb and you yeah. know then you just leave but then he sees homegirl in the market so the girl the girl he's trying to buy something from is letting her know that's the seventh wife of the king yeah like you untouchable okay? yeah she's a queen <laughs> She, the only reason she, she's not even supposed to be in the market, only the first wife's supposed to come to the market, yeah. but it's so clear that he, she doing something to make her have special privileges. And the only reason she's even freaking queen is because he saw her, her dance. She was throwing that thing around, okay? That's how the girl made it sound. She was like, it was so repulsive how she was just dancing. Like, ugh, you know? She basically called her a whore, okay? But why does she have to dance, though? I think she just wanted to have a good time. She just wanted to have a dance. Okay. You know, I, think my, dance. I think always my assumption with these type of relationships happening, where like you're so young and you have to marry someone who absolutely disgusts you, disgusts you, is because your family is sort of pushing you to do something because, you know, girl, like there's no hopes here <laughs> for you. No, I think what happens is like the if the king sees you, it's not like you you're really you gonna no say choice. no to the king. Like, oh my God. you know what I mean? So she had to just do what she had to do. I don't know. I feel like there's something more in there, but like, I I don't know. I could be I could be um, messing it up. Anywho, so like Odelia said, like she's a seventh wife, and only the first wife is supposed to be going to the marketplace. You know, every fourth day of the week to do stuff but because you know that disgusting man that's his favorite wife she's <laughs> allowed to go there with a companion who uh, i forgot what her name is um Appia, I think. Appia. and she has an all female guard yes um you know she was doing the dora milaje before the dora milaje and okay. <laughs> check the history on that but <laughs> but essentially yes. she has all female guard and she convinced uh, her husband which is easy. Men are very easy. To yeah, because all she says, she said, the only man I want to spend time with is you. And he said, okay. Yeah, it What makes an sense. idiot. He said, oh my God, <laughs> you are so smart. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because men are very, because so, it's so easy to fool men. That's why they get fooled every day. Honestly. Happy B-Day. Um, and so this one time she's in the market, you know, um, she, how she does that. I love what she does. She tells her, her, her bestie, her companion saying like, I like that guy or I like this guy. Mm. And she goes up and tries to like make an arrangement for for them to go see her later that night or later that week. Um, so she basically she's she's cheating on her husband, which she should obviously in this case, because what? Um, and she does it so discreetly. She has not been caught yet. I think that's really cool because if I was a seventh wife, I would do the exact same thing. I'll go to the market and start scouting for men who are more delicious than that. Obviously, she said the old man King Off Young is like a two minute session of horror. Like she I said, a two minute nightmare. <laughs> Listen, I was being kind, and you know I'm really afraid of old people too. So like, 
Why is it so funny to say, but girl, you're right. I'm afraid of old people. No, every time I think about old person, I don't want to think about old person on top of me. Like, I Let's can't. Move on. And so this one time. How was Faye in- doing it? Oh, wait, he was only like 47, though. Only. So <laughs> <laughs> when you're in your prime age where your skin is nice and tight and, 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 and limbs is, is, is sagging. This game might not sag. Girl, can I tell something? I, I'm so sorry. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. I don't want to talk about age gaps anymore. Um, so this one time that she was in the market, uh she gets closer to what's his name again? Ichuin. Ichuin. Ichuin is there doing his little thing. Is Ichuin some sort of thief as well? Yes, he's like he's, to steal from the rich. Like rich and, he and, considers it like a yeah, he's I like Robin Hood. I like to and, do that too. and it's Apia, not Apia, sorry. Um, and I like how the because the beginning of the book it says he he could always smell mm. gold or money. riches. Yeah, he could always smell riches easily. But he he, he had the attuned Probably scent gold. for it. Just considering, I the too location. have a tuned no, scent. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't, girl. I do. No, girl. I can smell when wealth is near me. Right now, I smell nothing because there's no wealth near me. Don't <laughs> <laughs> kill me. But every time I go into the good side of Bloor Street, I always <laughs> smell the wealth. <laughs> Um, that was funny. I made myself laugh. Okay, <laughs> do you do you want a cookie? Okay, fine. Talk about let's talk about um the first time they meet. So basically, the he's at the she's at the market and she's buying something, and he like comes over and the salesman is like, I know you don't see me standing here trying to make a sale with the literal queen. You asking me dumb ass questions right now, <laughs> and um. He just he's just trying to ask as many questions as possible to get her attention. And she's still pretending like, you know, with with she wasn't she wasn't happy with the she was pretending like she don't know him. Yeah. She you know, and uh eventually I'm trying to remember what happened. Oh, but she does she does make a like I think after a while she like moves closer to him. She tells like Afia like yeah. cuz she's intrigued. You know what yeah. I mean? She's she's like what's going on here? And he starts he he spots her too and of course like it's almost like love at first sight. Mm. And I think he's uh, loved her from the first time he asked the original. Yes. Um yeah, lady. he was done by yeah. Habio eh? and now that he's getting closer to her and they're doing it discreetly um he's gonna try his best to you know shoot his shot and uh he says all like he says all kinds of like banterish um things they go back and forth essentially yes because i think he does see something that he pretends to see something he wants to buy right and the person says the price is way like he's like that's expensive bro and he's like well then go use your money for something else like get out but he says that's why I need it. It reminds me of a dream I had of a woman one day fall in love with me. Her curves, he tapped the dip in the back of the metallic creature, are as smooth as this. She has the leopard savagery and elegance. Eyes that, and then Atom was like, eyes that one. He's like, eyes that look like the night wrapped around the sun. Why don't men speak like this? <laughs> men, men don't know what words are. <laughs> because someone said this to me oh yeah i'm locked in no <laughs> what <laughs> well now i'm in your house and you can't get me out yeah, i'm a squatter what are you gonna do <laughs> squatter deal why'd you act like that like what <laughs> the way you act how 
it's always a funny you know those popping my head it's always that white tiktoker with the big shoes and the tie I'm oh like, yeah why are you and then her legs are always like in, inverted yeah. like that <laughs> i'm just saying i'd be in your house and i'd be like no truly no. how are you I gonna am. say these sweet things with me and not expect me to all in love with you i don't know yeah she'll be ridiculous she's smitten she's she's intrigued and mm. she they plan now i don't know i i think i'm missing the plot afterwards but anyway they plan to have to sneak this man into her the same cave that she goes to all cave. the time yeah. where she likes to o- king of young that she's yeah. worshiping she she worshiping for all she's screaming to the gods i'll tell you that much <laughs> some of us here are nasty <laughs> Um, how am i nasty you always make me a prude at the end of the day you know how to do it <laughs> you're an easy prude then my god anyways while she's screaming to the heavens uh <laughs> along the way she learns more about him and she falls in love yeah, with yeah she's and, so intrigued by him yeah. i'm intrigued by him yeah and you know what i have something to say mm-hmm. same i love 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 like pre-colonial african love stories me too like i already tell Han one of my favorite nollywood movies is something like this like <laughs> yes i love them like i just love i love like the way people love greek mythology or like right yay old england and shit like queen elizabeth the 17th or whatever the i love this like this is my element this right here is my song okay i would love to see this in a short a short movie yeah you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, just a, a, a little quick 45 minutes. Even this in Sia. <gasps> yes. Sia I love would it. go if so they could hard. cross paths. The both of them? If they could cross paths. Like, we can, like what I mean, like, do, like, um mix them together. And oh. then have, like, one episode about that. Oh, and we right, go back right. and forth between the this two. This could be then. a limited series, this book. Girl, listen to me. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to pitch it to I'm going to pitch it to Whoever is listening... Do not give it to Netflix. Okay, you ready? ready you ready? Your, you ready? Do your Netflix rant. So I'm gonna stop you <laughs> no. right there and let's talk about the characters. So they're <laughs> in the cave and they're getting to know each other. And there's one time when they do the little meetup, and unfortunately, this you know, oh god, there's always a one. It's like the fair inspector catching you not paying for the for the TTC. It's like golly, <laughs> why can't I keep getting away with this? There's a spy. Somebody has let them. The way her eyes got big, I was no, like, "No, because how can I evade?" <laughs> like, tell me who's a spy. <laughs> I was like, "Girl, did you not read the book? Like, there's a spy who okay, yeah, tells there them there is a spy." <laughs> I was getting excited with like you know the yeah. ending. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, this had me so sad. So essentially, there's a spy who's told King Off Young that my girl's using her cave to not worship. But, but to well to worship but to worship not the god <laughs> not the god but an instrument a tool mm. and you know uh, edge was really good with tools <laughs> he built some fine things anyways and he calls her um his leopardess so anyway so he so afia comes in it's like my queen like literally somebody's told him king off young is on his way here yeah he's going to kill you if he finds you here yeah so she says well i told him i was coming here to pray and do offering to the gods and there's the gifts will be the wine and the 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 fruit afia you go home 
Ichuan, you need to leave this village and not come back. Like, yeah. you need not come back here. Don't come back and look for me. When I can, I'll leave. And I was like, no more. And um, I was so afraid of doing it. I thought they were going to get caught and killed. I thought she was, yeah, I thought she was dead, especially because he was like, three months had passed, six months had passed, passed, nine nine months had passed. passed. And I was like, oh, it's over. And in this time, he's grown a beard, like, (laughs) yeah. um, And he's in a small village that he thought she would find him at. And he's taking apprenticeship with this man who took a liking to the fact that he literally was a loner. Yeah. And he's building stuff for the the village children who come running at him is like someone's looking for you uh they said they like they you know she's a queen they like your your work and they they value and they they just talk so highly how do you know a queen Mm -hmm. and he's just like my heart's been so broken i'm not even gonna get my hopes up that it's her and of course it's her yeah and he's she's like you grew a beard we gotta get rid of that like she's joking like she wasn't gone for like two plus years i know and she's like, sorry, it took me some time. You know, there was a rebellion and a revolution. And I guess now she's queen and King yeah. Afyong is gone. How they skipped wife one, two, three, four, five, and six is beyond me. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care to know. I only care about wife seven. Listen, and she said, I also want to thank you for the greatest gift you gave me. Which is? A baby boy. And it has Adam's eyes. And that made him the happiest, happiest man alive. I think he said home was where she was. Yeah. Because he'd been a wanderer this whole time. And he's like, finally, this is home. And then I think it ends, I can't, I can't find the chapter, but I think it ends when um, she just said, go say, go say hi to your, to your baba. baba. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I absolutely love it when we call our, our, our father's baba. I, I, there's something very comforting about saying that. I know. You know what I mean? I just like it. I don't know. In in all cultures, is it the same thing? I think baba. so. Maybe. Maybe a variant. In my language, we don't say it, Baba. But it's what we do. But I just love it. Oh, this reminds me of um Black Panther. Right. Baba, tell me about... Tell me oh, a story. Oh, Lord. I have to rewatch. Okay, <laughs> so then we move on, and that—that that is okay. So rereading this particular one, it's now up there. Wish I had that. Just up there. Just up there. Yeah, I'm telling you, the second read, I loved it the first time, but this second time, I was like, oh my god, like I think this is my favorite. I have to go change my good read, good um, <laughs> good reads review. <laughs> Gotta let the people know. Yeah, I think it's because I love a happy ending. Like a, oh. a, like I, I'm sorry, guys. The world is so sad. Yeah, and really like so bitter. Sure. I don't need sadness. <laughs> Give me a happy ending every yeah. time. Let me pretend, okay? Yeah. If I want to be sad, I'll turn on the news. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Literally, if I'm gonna be sad, I'll look at my own life. Maybe sometimes too. Like. <laughs> and on that note, let's be happy. And no, I'm so happy though. Life is so great. You know, it has its moments though. But I'm just a human at the end of the I, day. It's true. You know, the best you can, that's what my therapist says. The best thing you can do is just day by day. You know what I mean? I just pray to God that things, things will change and it will come. Exactly. Day by day is difficult, but in, in a sphere of time, it gets better. Yeah. All right. And that moves us to the next uh, short story, which is yeah. Yeah. Only one person calls for that. 
Okay, so this one I do like. I like this very, one too. Like, it's very contemporary. So we're yes. back in that. We're back in Nigeria. Or we're no, we're in Ghana. Are we still in Ghana? 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 Yeah, their names are Yah, right? Kofi. Ra- oh Abena. yeah, I forgot Kofi's name. So it's Ghana, Ghana, Ghana. <laughs> anyway, yeah. we're here in Ghana, 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 and we're we're met with um a girl, a young girl called Yah. And uh, she's getting ready. It's her birthday. So she's getting ready to go out for dinner with a man who she has been dating for a while and knows that he's going to propose to her tonight. Since tonight, they were like kids. Tonight is a night of proposal. Are you doing high school musical right <laughs> yeah. now? Um, so Yah and Kofi, that's her love interest, have been dating. Not dating, but they've known each other their whole lives. Their families are very, very powerful people. Mm. Yah comes from new money. Kofi comes from old money. As yes. John described to me earlier on. <laughs> Yah comes from a, a lineage of marketplace people, right? And um, Kofi's family kind of looks down on that. They said some colorist ass shit, girl. Like, like they... Kofi's mom is just like maybe just a little bit of a creamer will help. <laughs> will help. Will help. Um. Hi, what does she say? In elevate your skin. Yeah, like to basically your skin. Basically hide away the like, like carolite. Yeah, the marketplace woman's skin because yeah. you know, uh, back home or on the continent. No, on the continent across the globe. Yes, but like on the continent, people sell food outside. Like their market is outside mostly. Like most of the markets you go to, there are superstores. I'm not trying to, you know, their superstore is fine, but most people, there's large markets. Right. And you're out in the sun selling shit all the time. Yeah. So you're bound to have a tan. Yeah. So compared to the person who sits inside all day in the office, like with crunching AC, numbers aircon and everything. So she's like, you know, and I think that's what we've always done across this is where you say across the globe, right? Like people look down on farmers and they're like, oh, you oh, got yeah. a farmer's tan or. You know, poor people are darker because they're working the hard jobs. Like, yeah. You know. So, but really, she's just a dark skinned girl who's from Ghana. Like, like, and I've <laughs> seen a lot of dark skinned girls from Ghana. Let me tell you right now, like, <laughs> top ten, maybe right. top two, top one. And don't let them turn around, okay? <laughs> Thank you, Delia. <laughs> don't take gym advice from them either. Nor, <laughs> um, and yeah, so. And Yah and Kofi, well, she's getting ready for her birthday dinner. And she's on the phone with Abena. And she's on the phone with her best friend, Abena. And Abena, and she's just like, yo, like, this man's going to propose to me tonight. She's like, how do you know? She's like, I just know. I accidentally saw the ring in his Which she looked blazer. for. Accidentally looked for. Well, yeah. And she, Abena asked her a question that stuns her a little bit. She's just like, are you, like, like how do you know for sure you want to marry this person? Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's thinking about it. She's thinking about it. She's just like, well, because it's fate. Like, we're supposed to. So it's not be fake because obviously they've been nurtured well, to be yes, together. Yes, be together. I think in in her in her own terms, it's just like this is just how it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Our families are coming. This union is gonna make our families even more powerful. So it makes sense for us to to get married or whatever. Anyway, so she calls herself a hitch ride, which is basically your Uber, Uber. your Lyft, your I don't know what y'all call it in different countries, but you know what I mean the car sharing thing. Mm um she hops in her man kofi texted her saying i'm gonna be a little bit late like 20, 20 minutes, minutes. she's just like it's my birthday but she doesn't she doesn't fight it she's like whatever it is she, what it is she's cursing up a storm but the reason that she's upset is not that oh it's a 20 minute late it's he's late because he's sleeping with the secretary yes and she's kind of accepted as many rich women do <laughs> that that is going to be her life she's even had to deal with the secretary like yeah just let me know what 
who he's talking to like business wise or politically wise because he yeah. is a minister yes and the thing about yah is that she's she it in very north american terms he is right-winged and she is left she's leftist in that a lot of her her values and her political ideals are rooted in her family's heritage one and like she cares about the common man yes whereas kofi could care less and she she believes in ex- in trying to accept that she has to be with kofi she wants to believe that she can just marry kofi and then work her way through the system to make changes i'm be so honest if you still believe that in 2024 god bless you but <laughs> um you can't you can't it's so impossible. But she's just also accepted this may just be the life that I have to live. Yeah. So she's accepted that he's sleeping with her, but he needs her. She needs him to respect her as much as he does her. Because as much as maybe they don't have the love in the conventional way, because of the life that they've lived, there is some kind of like, she's able to comfort him in a way that nobody else is. Mm -hmm. Even when they broke up in university, he would still text her like, my mom is on one like can you please i need you i want you can you come talk to me you're the only person who understands me yeah like i hate men like that but loki she never says he does that for her well girl do you know any man who reciprocates (laughs) let's be honest like i I know this game does that for atom yeah and he's an exception (laughs) okay look at the rest of them trash (laughs) where big trash um but you're absolutely right and like when she describes even like just the relationship together, it's just it's always him and then her. Like yeah. his needs come first. He he needs the support now, and her she's just supposed to be there to be like and she the trophy wife. She says I'm it's just always, here. It's always Kofi Ya, Kofi and Ya, <laughs> not Ya and Kofi. It's Kofi and Ya. <laughs> As a Kofi Ya, Kofi Ya is great. You know what? Somebody out there, please copyright that. Make something. No, seriously. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so yeah, it's just. Oh gosh! I, at this point, I'll think to myself, like, what am I supposed to say? When this man proposes to me, what am I supposed to do? But anyway, um, she gets into her car ride, and um, you would not believe it, y'all. <laughs> this is you would not believe it. <laughs> Can I just say also, these are my second favorite type of stories, and I think yeah. we've also read where we end to begin. Yeah, you know, second chance in love. Let me tell you guys. No, no, yes, but also within the African context of rich girl marry poor guy who's right, like super fine. sweet <laughs> that story sells with me okay yes it does it goes number one on the box office i always let's say i'm a okay thank you Delia. i agree with you and it, it works for you and <laughs> not 100 percent with you because janie gara wrote a masterpiece okay that was was really into that <laughs> i also believe there some love stories cannot end they must continue you know what i mean <laughs> I love. I found out on this podcast that second chance in love is my favorite trope. Yeah, clearly, it's my favorite trope. I love it when they show up ten years. And I said, "Oh, I said, let's pick it up. Let's pick it up." So when when she finds out that the guy who's driving her hitch ride is her old her universe her, boyfriend, her, her her lover, her her soulmate. Her soulmate it's it's shocking and she's like only one person because he says yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. she's just like there's only one person in my life who calls me that yeah and that's adric adric yeah. adric um and all these memories come back and she's thinking to herself wow like this is that man who we we dated and we we loved each other and we spent so many 
nights and days just what did she say in the beginning of the book like our skins were like sun drunk because we were spent so much time together outside and everything i like that that's a great way to describe like yeah it starts with a flashback and like she even says like in that moment that's the happiest she's still ever been yeah so and so he's just like wow like it's been a while crocodile <laughs> i know <laughs> okay well he's like i was i saw yeah. the name but like yeah is a quite popular name <laughs> within this context i didn't think it was you but this minute you got in i knew it was you i just wasn't sure if like mm-hmm. i should say anything but then i heard you cursing and i used to kofi mind you kofi hates her cursing yeah because he says that's that marketplace shit yeah okay meanwhile <laughs> Adric is like, okay, throw some more curse words. <laughs> Go off. Yeah, because she was a huge, um, like, she was protesting and it was a huge that's how advocate met her. for, yeah, that's how they met. And so he's just like, wow, like, what happened to you, girl? She didn't even tell him who her parents were until that one day. But, like, she pretended, she just said, yeah, my my family are also, like, you know, tradesmen. Why are you laughing? Nothing. Go on. No, tell tell the audience. <laughs> oh, okay. And then uh, she's just still going, y'all. I'm just gonna ignore her. But um, she <laughs> she essentially was. She didn't tell him that. And then, so now she's talking to him. Well, I guess to give the backstory, she didn't tell him. They fall in love. It's great. Again, this was the period her and Kofi had broken up. But then one fateful day, Mr. Kofi was like, um, my mom's on one. I need you. I miss you. Okay. And Adric Caesar is like, you cheating on me? And now she has to explain that she comes from a rich ass family. She's not, you know. <laughs> she's not the cheating. woman that you think I am. Like, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. And then she's like, I have to marry him. And he's like, you come in here with ratata ideas. Yeah. But this archaic arranged marriage shit, like, does that not sound bonkers to you? And then she does something that hurt my heart for Adric. She's like, do you laugh at me behind my back? Like, was this all just like a, like a, like a little fun thing for the yeah. rich girl? And I was like, oh, Adric, y'all know how I feel about poor people. And, um, we have to rephrase that. You know, I... that's right. Y'all know how I feel about people. Uh, you know, it's okay. No, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> y'all know how I feel. Like, I just want to protect the less, yes. those who have less, yes. because the world is already Especially a little Especially when weak. it makes them feel insecure and not yes. worthy. Because I know, like, when Obina was talking about I'm nothing and she's everything, ah, that chapter will always remain with me. <laughs> that chapter alone that... made me decide I will never forget Dooney. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and you guys, if you, if anyone doesn't know what we were talking about. Y'all should about, go back to our episodes on where we exactly, end up again. Exactly, where we end up again, because that's where we're, we're picking this and from. And then listen to our interview with Janie Garo, who exactly. wrote Where We End Up Again. Exactly. Self-plug. Um, <laughs> but I understand what you mean by saying like you 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 want to shield people yeah. who are unfortunately because of how our society is are meant to feel like there are nobodies when it's not true. Yes, mm-hmm. and so she they end up breaking up because he's like, I what I have with you, what I feel for you is not something of like temporary. Like yeah, I, I want to be with you, but if if this is just some temporary shit for you to like feel good, then okay, I'm out. And right. she said she was heartbroken, not only heartbroken, but she she was heartbroken for losing herself because with Adric, she felt like her real self mm-hmm. and she doesn't have that with Kofi. So even being in the taxi, she feels that like real self coming back. Yeah. 
and Adric is she's like <laughs> she's like so what are you doing driving a she's like not that there's anything wrong with driving a taxi yeah. and he's like I know there's nothing wrong with driving a taxi um and she's like no I didn't mean it like that like oh, I'm just nervous and then I think she he's like he's doing it because his mom fell sick and he needs the mm -hmm. extra money he's a lecturer um but he just needs the extra money and he's like my mom asked if you she likes seeing you on tv um not when you're standing next to that man uh she says she doesn't trust him because his ears are too big or something right and, and she's like his ears are quite big and she's she apologizes for what transpired with them and he said we were kids and you know what i respect people who could do that because i would be like i'll take your apology but i remember what you no, are i would i would say we were kids too not me i would sorry that was so many years ago okay <sighs> okay so anyways <laughs> so then um they just talk and she's like he's like there's no way you think you can like be what you think you're you could be with this man like you're not gonna accomplish the things you care to accomplish because even when she does share her ideas with kofi he's just like in due time yeah mm -hmm. in due time mm -hmm. so after reminiscing they kind of oh there's a moment where she moves to the front of the car she's like pull over mm -hmm. i'm uncomfortable and i was like oh girl mm -hmm. and then she's like gets in the front seat and she's like i feel better so now they're staring at each other and they're, you know, eyes to eyes. <laughs> Why is right. not a looking way? Right. You know, lips to lips. The next thing you know, they're smoocheroning. And um, it's like everything came back. At the same time, she sees Kofi walking into the restaurant. She's like, dang, we've been staring at each other for a while. And she's kind of asking herself, like, um you know like do i want to go in there and live this fake life that doesn't serve me mm -hmm. or do i want to take a risk and live the life with the man of my dreams mm -hmm. the man that i love and she tells him he says well you're my last ride of the night and she says then where are we going and then she says anywhere <laughs> and she hops into the driver's seat oh yeah he drives. said but this time I'll, I'll drive and he's like sure okay and then we never have to see Kofi again. In my mind, the two of them ride to the sunset. They enjoy a delicious meal. What do Ghanaians like to eat? Watch it. Watch it. They go and eat some watch it. And then she drives to his mama's house. And next thing you know, her mama's calling him like, hello. And she just ignores them. And yeah, then there's a big messy fallout. But then she like runs. But she chooses love. Yeah. And then she and runs happiness. against kofi and wins that's what i think okay and i think so too you know by her side yep i agree by her side and that's atom thoughts hana sorry this is my favorite one i talk too much no this is not my favorite one this is ya <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I, I literally stopped and i said this girl's not this girl doesn't know where she is <laughs> you know what guys one thing about me is no, I looked at her and I said she lost. <laughs> she just lost. It ain't the journey. And I was wondering going to correct you. I was like, yeah. No, because then I looked down the book and I saw Yaw and I said, <laughs> I like this Yaw story as well. I think it's I think it's very sweet. Again, I love second chances in, in love. And so this one ended the way I wanted it to end. Uh, so far, all the stories ended the way I wanted them to end. Really? Shahrazad ended how you wanted it to end? 
Shahara said I know exactly how it ends. I told you already. So you anyway, so we move on to our next short story, and this is Sia. Not to be mistaken with the uh, with what the bang lady, the what lady? One two three, one two three three. That lady. No one in this room was thinking that. (laughs) Nobody but Odilia. Nobody else. Like. I was like the bang lady. Yeah, as a because she has a bang. She has a huge bang to cover her face. I remember? I just oh god, let's move on. All right, so Sia Sia is a military woman. Now I like this because where are we based? This is Molly. I believe this is Molly. Okay, well you're wrong. Where, where are we? <laughs> so uh, the Soyinki are the four founders of the Ghana Empire. Not oh maybe you're right. Not to be confused with the modern day Ghana. Where's the Ghana Empire? Let's look it up. This is Mali. Modern day Southeast Mauritania and Western Mali. So you're half right. Well, no. Okay, fine. But you were wrong. So I didn't have any idea I can what they half were. half right, but you were wrong, wrong. You see how half right and full wrong is? Anyway. This is interesting. So they're also Soyinke Malinke. The languages they speak, Soyinke Malinke, Ma- uh, Man- Mandy, Mandy. Yes. And they also speak that in Sierra Leone. I think yeah. they speak Malinke in Sierra Leone. I, Malinke in Cote d'Ivoire. I don't think it's interesting. I think it's it's default settings because people who people who marked us down split families and this is true. And that's why, like, even in my region, people will be like, "Oh, aren't you guys whatever?" I'm just like, "Sir, who put these oh, borders and down?" Senegal. See, because the name Cisse let me know. I was like, maybe this is Senegal. I was just thinking Mali because I actually know it from Mali mostly. But yeah, you're you're right. It's it it goes it goes across because our communities are very connected with each other. But that white man decided to put boundaries and let you <laughs> split our villages up. Now what? Anywho, uh, we're all alike, you guys. Let me just say right now, we're all alike. We come from the same mother, Beyonce. So no, now I'm joking, hold I joke. Okay, it didn't land. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't land. But what does land is the next story we're about to read. And that's Sia. Sia is a military woman. She is... The daughter of Kine Sise. She's a daughter of a military man as well. Yes. A lineage of militarism. And um, she and her right-hand man, her commander, her general, her... Not her commander. She is the commander. She is a commander. Her, her, her right-hand man, her general, her, her right-hand man... What's his name? Madi. Madi. Two A's. Madi. Madi. Um, they have a very interesting dynamic. They respect each other. Some would say <laughs> that they love each other. I agree. Um, I'll take it away. So essentially, so Sia is. I'm like she's laughing, guys. But Sia is the daughter, as I mentioned, of um. Kine and he he has died. She's the sole daughter, and she was supposedly supposed to be the heir. However, when her father died, her uncle Diabe Sise essentially usurped the throne and did a madness, as they yes. usually do, with the backing of some of the elders and stuff who didn't want to see a woman in the seat. However, some people did. So she's been essentially leading a rebellion against her her uncle's regime yeah. without him knowing. Yeah. Um uh but then at the same time there's been this ongoing battle with a man who's known uh you know by the black snake. 
he's the head he's called Beta. so when we first meet Sia she's being summoned by Beta, who is essentially saying like y'all are out here doing ratata I want to meet I need y'all to put the baddest heifer on the floor like I'm gonna fight whoever this man is that has been leading all of this so he better come out and fight me or he's a bitch and she's like she the cool thing about Sia is like she she climbs up in the tree so she's actually up in the tree with Madi watching all this nonsense happen so when she summons her for a traditional fight Madi taps his chest three times so by the time they come down they think it's a man but it's her and she's like he says something really offensive he's like oh girl like you would have looked cuter with like more beautiful with uh your back on, on the ground oh um <laughs> I was thinking of the most misogynistic thing a man can say. <laughs> and so then she tells him, you're going to look really good on the ground when you're dead. So she does kill him. Mm-hmm. And then they go to a festival because it's technically a holiday, but they knew this man was going to strike. So she gives, she's talking to her people like, you know, thank you for everything that you've, you've for supporting me. Thanks yeah. for being here. And you guys should go home to your family and the only person who stays is Madi. Madi was technically raised by um, Kina, who is her father. Yeah. He he didn't have any parents. And so had, and actually uh, Diabe wanted him to be the general in his army. But then when he heard what had happened, he immediately swore his um, loyalty to Sia. Like he found her in this like place in the forest that only him, Sia, and her father would have known about like that they mm-hmm. used uh, during stakeouts mm-hmm. and he like bend a knee like Jon Snow was like I'll follow you anyway <laughs> it actually gives more of not Jon Snow and and um Tigerius and um uh, Daenerys but Daenerys I said Tigerius Daenerys <laughs> it's more of that guy who was in love with her the older one who went oh, across the um, desert Sir, Sir Jorah. Jorah yeah it's more of that Ooh. yeah it's more of that I don't think so I think it's more of them. He's only thirty-two. How old is Sia? Let's take the the age out of it. But I think like his his loyalty, his commitment. But she loves him back. She loves Sir Jorah. But no, she doesn't him. love Sir Jorah. Not in the way that Sir Jorah loves her. I'm just saying that his loyalty resembles Ooh, that. I just guess. take the age out. I'm talking about his personality, his loyalty, not his actual self. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, he said, I will do whatever you want me to do. Mm. You're, you're my chief warrior. I recognize two commanders. First is your father, who was like a father to me, and then you. Exactly. Yeah. And um, essentially, they also talk about how, like, before her father died, he, like, tried to get her married. Yeah. And she, like, low-key misses, like, doing the, fru- the fru- you know, the stupid girl stuff, like, getting, let me not say stupid, you know. Mm-hmm. The girls have like getting dressed up and going to balls and looking for suitors and things like that. And now she has to be like this hard. She's not in her feminine energy, you know? <laughs> no, she's in her masculine energy. She's in her masculine energy. And you know what, girls? A man still wanted her, okay? So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what energy you tap into. Um, so they're just looking at each other and she's like, oh, by the way, my uncle, he's essentially looked for the person who has, you know, led this rebellion he wants to talk to them mm-hmm. invite them and thank quote unquote thank them for protecting the people since his military couldn't do it and she's mm-hmm. like 
I know it's a trap, but I can't send somebody else. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't go. Like, please don't go. And um, she's like, I have to go. And he was like, okay, I have to tell you something. It's been real hard to pretend I don't love you, bro. Because mm-hmm. I imagine people like this would call each other, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's, He's like, I've been in love with you. I, I was in love with you before your daddy died, okay? But I didn't think it was appropriate because your daddy died. Mm-hmm. And then after he died, like things got complicated we had a a war to lead a rebellion to get through Mm -hmm. i could not be thinking like that you know Mm -hmm. and but now i love you and i i can't see you go off and do that thing and and live this life without you like i just can't see that yeah and she's just like i love you too and they kiss they kiss they kiss 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 okay stop adelia (laughs) <laughs> well you started it I yeah didn't... but you finished it oh my god who's worse in this situation you anyways back to the story of romance so after they kiss um <laughs> she they still go back and forth and he's just like I need you to not go like I really need you to not go and she's like I can't not go like I, I somebody has to go and and I've I've done everything I've taken every precaution there's like people who will go with me like if I die I die and he's just like no and then I think they you know they kith some more and they do a little more than kithing yeah <laughs> they get into it um, I think they do am I wrong yeah I, I think they do get into it perhaps um and he and Maddie's just like I'm Maddie and he's just like, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to go, I'm going to do this thing for you. I'd rather die than you die. <laughs> yeah. So he rides off on a horse and she's like, Maddie. And she's like, <laughs> why she, <laughs> and then she, she, because again, she's like, she can climb on trees and shit. So she climbs the high tree and she's looking at him galloping away on the horse. Like, nay. And she's like, no. And, um, <laughs> Then she has to like make this huge jump down and she's like, like she's scared, but she's like, I can't, I can't do this. Like the one I love. So she makes the jump and that's like the last line that we get is she refused to let him break her heart, shuttering her eyes and inhaling deeply. Mm -hmm. She leaped, not thinking of the amount of space below her, but of the mission ahead of her. She, after all, a girl who knew how to fly Mm -hmm. because of the trees and shit. Yeah. So in my head again, I think they survive and they leave side by side. They survive and they get married and everything ends up great. But you know, let me let me check historical context um, and see. Yeah, I do like this story. It's not my like the one I I remember the most of the first time reading it, but I do remember uh, liking it. This is good. It's a cute little story. Um. So in the original story, the, for the Soyinki people, the decline of their empire was due to the legend of Wagadu mm-hmm. and the rupture of the pact between the empire and the black snake. This happened after the noble Shosia Yatabare as the annual sacrifice. She was the most beautiful and cleanest virgin girl in that year, but she was also engaged to be married. Her fiance Madi was the son of Jamere Suku Onu, 
whose unique quality was that he was he always did what he promised when Marty was told was told him would happen this would happen that his fiance would be given to Bita, the black snake of Wagadu. He promised here he would not die in the well of Wagadu. Or that she would not die in the well of Wagadu. So I guess Bolu has changed this story to make her the the heroine in it. Yeah. Oh, I like that. And changed the f- and gave her a little bit more. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um and then we move on to our final story of today that people are very familiar with. And this is Greek mythology, pr- probably the one that everyone knows about. And this is Psyche. Psyche. And Psyche reminds me of every Ugly Betty episode I watched when I was younger. Yeah. Because we are actually at a magazine house. And this girl, Psyche, also known as Psy. She is an intern, and then as as intern as ugly as Betty was when she joined Mode Mode um in the show, she's being abused, misused, exploited. Um, I mean, just underpaid. like real interns, huh? Just like real interns, yeah. So, but I feel like wa- wa- working in media is worse. Like they really treat you bad. Yes, because you always just you just work with narcissists every single day. I know. Um. And so Sai is is almost like a runner in some instance. Like they like a t like you know when people work in TV production, they make you a runner where you go get everyone's coffee, you go get yes. everyone's whatever. And her boss is a despicable it, Wilhelmina. Her boss is Wilhelmina, y'all from Ugly Betty. Just a narcissist. But Ugly Betty wasn't working for Wilhelmina. No, she was not. She was working but, for a homeboy she had a crush on. Yes, she was. But then Wilhelmina was running the whole thing. Like oh, she, and he was her nephew, choice. right? Whose nephew? eventually yes because she ended up marrying his his father like she ended up seducing him oh oh no but his father owned the company truly his father owned the company right both of them were fighting for who wants to be the um editor-in-chief oh right (laughs) um everyone's fighting to be freaking um what's her name the other one with the bob oh anna wintour anna wintour (laughs) (laughs) Um and yes, the so, other one with the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this one Bob talk might as well just just go. Bob talk is crazy. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but I, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm getting delirious. Um. Anyway, and so what's interesting about this whole dynamic is that the woman, what's her name, the one that Sai is working for, Venus, oh, Venus. And her um, brothers is um Aries and Eros. Eros. Eros is Venus's brother. Yes. And Sai and Eros actually have a very very friendly, very too friendly. Too friendly relationship. <laughs> uh they do have a past where, you know, they they there's a there's a exchange. There was a, kiss. There was a kiss that was exchanged and we all chose to forget about it. Because except her. Well, she he didn't want to forget about it. He was ready to come in the next day and be like I want to be your literal everything. Yes. And then his sister was like, literally, I if you date her, I'm going to fire her. Yeah. Because people are already talking about she's better than me, and I for and damn I can't sure have that. not. Yeah, Which exactly. Is so, Whatever. so grimy, so grimy. so nasty. But it's a doggy dog kind of industry, right? Yes, it is. That's why I also didn't like the perfect fight. I was like, I hate this, like the way my girl was so mean and like. And that's and it's always described. It's always that, that way. specific industry, yeah. yeah it's, oh, and I think I'm starting to believe that maybe this is what it really is. No, it a hundred percent is that because like even look at Anna Wintour and the whole thing with like um uh, what's Emmanuel. his name? Yes, yeah. exactly. 
Which, by the way, he just did his last cover. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel yeah. like he wasn't even there for long. No, he wasn't. But I, but you could recognize his change with British Vogue because all it's the so covers. It's so good. Only well, American fantastic. Vogue. American Vogue is what? Poo poo. <laughs> it's caca. God, Jesus. <laughs> I hate it's it shite. When... Yeah, every cover looks boring, Why does lazy. <laughs> this is a podcast okay okay (laughs) i'm just trying to remind you anyway the people um, know what poo poo is they do but and that is what american vogue is every time i see vogue arabia or vogue brazil they're fantastic (laughs) i'm like oh so y'all can actually do something but british vogue for me takes the cake that's just the covers are so so good um, Emmanuel Eniful. Yes. Another Ghanaian. Another Ghanaian. Ghana, Ghana, Ghana. <laughs> Shout out the Gold Coast people. Yeah. But um, I, I'm excited to see what he does post this. You think he's going to go to a different magazine? I mean, Vogue yeah. is the pinnacle of fashion. Yeah. What, what else could he go to, though? I don't know. Maybe he'll do contract work. You know what I mean? Where they just hire you for a little bit for a project, then you leave, they pay you. You do another one, they pay you, go. I think that's what's going to happen. Like more of like behind the scenes. Mm. Like, like who's Vogue's competitor? That's why they are they are allowed Vogue to be so lazy. The Vogue is, is definitely on top. They have the biggest sales, the biggest viewers, whatever. But you know, yeah. there's Elle magazine. Okay, so I said who there's is the Harper's competitor? Bazaar, okay, maybe Harper's Bazaar. Um, they tend to get artists now and then, big big people. But I'll yeah. say Vogue is being on the cover. Of Vogue is 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 a pinnacle. Yeah, I agree. So. Yeah. Anyway, so in this situation, Sai Sai is just like God, like this is crazy. And Sai has big ideas as they always do. Mm. You know, she <laughs> let me tell you, one thing about an intern, they got big ideas, <laughs> right? So her idea is that I think she wants to like change the the setup of how their viewership is at the moment. Yes, um, she wants to, and it's always the same idea. Yeah. Bring in the everyday bring woman. Bring, bring in the the regular woman. Let let's representation for regular women. Can you women. come up with something else? like please snap your finger and think of something better like but every story is the exact it's i think even in true, that really is... shitty amy schumer movie that i watched one time was, oh i feel pretty yes it was the exact same idea you know what it, but ugly betty started off you th- that woman wasn't even ugly and that's what used to cheese me about that show yeah because america fair is a beautiful woman but you know how the 2000s were she was she was working in a heroin capital yeah. And actually, if you go and watch Ugly Betty now, you're going to see how problematic about bodies. No. America, in their eyes, America Ferrer was, girl, my 600-pound life. (laughs) And that's what's crazy. I'm so interested to know how, like, because she kept playing the roles like that. Like, I can already think of three like that off the top of my head. Like, how did that affect her psyche, man? Especially as a young woman. I know. I can't imagine. Somebody needs to ask America for how she got through all that, like therapy or like. It had to be a lot because she was just being criticized. It reminds me of um, uh, Renee Zilliger as well. Oh, but yeah. You didn't they say, I haven't seen Bridget Jones, but I swear they say like she was 135 pounds girl, and they actually she like was she 135, was. 135, which to me is just like, girl, you are on the, you on way skinnier, like you are. But they yeah. constantly emphasize how big she was. I didn't know she was so big. I didn't know she was so, I'm just like, this girl is the skinniest that she's ever been. And I think actually Renee, Renee Zilliger ended up being like an alcoholic. No. Yeah. And, and they're, 
and I, I saw that she lost a lot of weight too. I'm just like, mm. yeah, it's the industry and everything. Like, it affects you. I remember though, like I remember being in high school, and th- like the girls would say, you should not be above 120. 121. 120 pounds. I remember, and my thick ass was never close. And I was like, Jeez. oh my god. None of the girls were saying that. Yeah, like a lot of the media, like 120 was, and you know, it's a lot of it's the male gaze. Like, yeah. 120 is the number, boys. Like, like no man wants to grow over 120. Like, I remember that being the number, like in high school. Interesting. And I was like, what the heck? Like, 120 is very small. I don't that's, even remember a time no in my way. life I'd been 120. Girl, I haven't been on a scale in a long time. I don't really know what 120 <laughs> looks like on a scale. No, but it also depends. Like, you're short, so it's different. But also, that number is straight. Again, like, you're short. Could you imagine a, a six-feet girl being 120 pounds? It's not possible. That'd be so unhealthy. And I think, like, thank God, like, there's been a lot of pro- a little bit of progress in terms Even of, Even though like, we're slowly reverse reverting. We are. But people know that the scale is really not telling you anything. No. It doesn't tell that you anything. That is why I said we should not have brought back low-cut jeans and yeah. y'all didn't want to hear it's every day is y2k aesthetic y2k aesthetic well now you're about to get y2k eating disorders congratulations uh, and this message was sponsored <laughs> by ozempic <laughs> <Boo. laughs> uh, we're kidding we okay, are so but psyche. <laughs> yeah, so back to psyche and psyche and so she has a big idea, you know, bring the ordinary woman into the magazine and she really thinks that it can blow, but she's so afraid and she she doesn't feel like comfortable going to her manager who is a obnoxious, stupid woman mm. and tell her these ideas. But the person who's always on her camp is that Venus's brother, uh, mm-hmm. Eros, who I feel like Eros is like the, the god of war or something. I swear he's the god of war. Let's look at it. I just made that up. Or is it actually? My Greek mythology is, not, is, is really rusty mine's not good to pass like percy jackson yeah and the lightning thief um and you know he's always he's he's they have a very friendly relationship too friendly as a dealer said lots of banter lots of this and that he rose is the son of aphrodite was the personification of intense love desire and he was depicted throwing arrows to people in order to hit their heart and make them fall in love psyche a beautiful maiden personified the human soul mm. so. okay um, and, you know, she'd always go to Eris and talk about how stupid his sister is. And, you know, he took it because he understands that his sister is honestly a bitch. <laughs> she really yep. is. And that's why he had to actually leave the company because he threatened, she threatened him and said, listen, you and that little girl that you got. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to end. All right. People are saying that she's going to try and res- usurp me and I cannot be usurped. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, so... And she and she and to be honest, she loves Eros. She does. They love each other, but they don't. They haven't confessed to each other. They do, um, which is interesting. I think Eros translates to love. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Even though the Greek have many words, is the Greek who have several words for love, or is the Italians? Um, the Italians have it. The Span the Spaniards have it. No, like in the way in which we learn, like agape is like this and this. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. I remember we learned this one time in school. It really stuck with me. But anyways, go on. Um. Yeah. So you know, after their kiss from the 
from the past um and after venus told him you know stay away from that girl or else i'm gonna fire you he's been very cold and you know distant towards her and so she just thought like oh yeah like i definitely gave him the ick <laughs> let's move on <laughs> and so like you know she started focusing on her and herself and trying to like make it up in this treacherous world of magazine writing and whatever it is what well, is he the name of the magazine flirt with her uh, what is like the green apple or something? I don't know. Let's let's try. Oh forgetting. my god, I just bent my book. Nor. Um. Okay, anyway, let's try and find it while Hana continues to talk. I will do so. So I'm just gonna paraphrase <laughs> because I remember this. I remember this particular from the first time I read it. So that's where I'm getting all my information from. Okay. Then so basically, when we actually meet her, Pass's backstory is that. Um, she's trying to like she's trying to get a promotion okay right so she's put on her best smart looking outfit but then she's bumped into Eros and spilt her coffee onto her shirt right so then she says Eros give me your shirt and so I can go do the thing and then out of nerve she brings up the fact that she likes him again and she's like oh shoot yeah and so he like she's like just forget I said anything like it's whatever so then she eventually does go up to venus and gives her spiel but i think venus is in a room filled with other people and that's when she gives her idea about the everyday woman and like yeah. you know and venus has to sit there as they give her the promotion and be like i'm so happy for you yeah because in that same room was now this venus and then someone who actually owned like who actually runs yes, the exactly. magazine what's her name mar i forgot what the name the god of what mar something um, and she's like, yeah, I like your idea. So you know what? Go ahead and work with Venus and other people and get this get the shit rolling. Anyway, this concludes the <laughs> this concludes the meeting. No, no, no. Oh, no? the meeting, yes. Um, and anyway, she, and then she killed it. Um, Psyche killed it. She her idea is gonna be used, and this makes Venus feel the type of way, but she doesn't care because, huh? I made it up, and you did not. Um, and Eros finds out. So by this time, Eros had actually left the magazine. Yes, right? he quit. He quit because he's just like, nah. Like, if my sister is gonna uh, stop me from talking to the love of my life, I'm gonna leave this job and do my own thing and like figure it out. Oh, her name is Hera. Hera, that's right, because she's the the gods of. Hera's married to to um Zeus, aren't they? Huh? I'm gonna find out for you, girl. Um, so. After the whole meeting is done and she gets her promo and her idea gets the green light, um, she's super excited, so excited. I don't think she, Zeus. I think it's Hercules, no? Or wait, Hera, Hera is the goddess of marriage, women, and family and the protector of women during childbirth. In Greek mythology, she's the queen of the 12 Olympians and Mount Olympus. Sister and, sister and wife? Uh-uh! <laughs> Sister and wife of Zeus. Yeah, I told you. She's Zeus. Alabama, Arkansas. My Greek mythology <laughs> is rusty, but I do remember that one for sure. And the daughter of the Titans, Cronus. And well, you have to be Cronus's daughter if you're Zeus's sister. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is nasty. Sister wife. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> they took it literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so funny um eros leaves her note on her desk saying hey can you go can you come upstairs you know i heard that you killed the thing or whatever um i feel like it, it was coated with something like it was more of like was it like an, a green apple a red apple or something i don't words? remember anyway so she goes up to the balcony of the the patio um where eros is standing and she's just like oh my god i killed that thing 
everything's great. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. And like, oh God, like you should see me and you should see Venus's face. And it was just crazy and la da da da. And Eros is just, you know, just watching her and he's so happy that, you know, she got her promotion. It's very well deserved. Um, and she's like, yeah, like, what's up? What's up with you? Like, what's going on? And he's just like, well, um, I'm, I'm just going to confess. I'm going to tell you what's going on. So he talks about how Venus threatened to fire, <laughs> fired him. Right. <laughs> if <laughs> she continued talking to him and that's why i was so cold to you after the whole kiss thing happened because i was, I was scared you know what mm. i mean so that's why i quit and she's like wait you quit for me she's like yeah that and also because my sister is a bitch but you know what i mean girl <laughs> um and he tells her that you know like i've I've been thinking about that kiss ever since it happened and like you know me me like you <laughs> me like, me like me. you's crazy <laughs> me like you you liking me yes or no <laughs> circle check mark yes or check no mark, yes or no will you be my valentine <laughs> um and size shocked she's like oh my god like me liking you too <laughs> okay and so yeah they like each other and the likey oh and, and then the... she gives him a job it's her assistant yes and he's like i'll do whatever you want girl yeah and um yeah and that's basically how that I really is like that one it's cute it's modern it's cute it's you know it's a little bit of something that you know. Again, like if yeah, you're an ugly it was Betty very fan. Familiar. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And that is part one well, our part one of Loving Color. So next week we're gonna do the rest of the story. Including um and this is one that really excited, including the one about um the author's um, um mother. Mother, which I yes. think is such a sweet touch to add to it. I know. I would love to, you know, never mind. Why? <laughs> I was thinking about, like, d- d- did my parents meet in a romantic way? Mm, I don't think so. You know, what? I've always thought about that, too. Like, oh, I, like, if I were to write a book, I feel like it would be um, based in, like, the 80s, 90s in Cameroon. Mm. Like, two people, like, meeting. Yeah. Like, you know? We need period pieces from places that aren't Brooklyn. Thank you. Because I, I love it when my dad talks about, like, how he spent his time like like what he was doing in the yeah. 70s and 80s i enjoy that i was like wow like you have lived a thousand lives exactly that's crazy especially before phones and stuff yes you know, like, wait not before phones i mean well, like know, cell phones I know what you're talking about you're talking <laughs> not about? phones guys they if were i was to love a if i was to write a a, a romance novel I'd also write a, a period one like yeah a, definitely that's so much research though. let me tell you kampala kampala city <laughs> I, so much research would have to go into that because you have yeah, to talk to like, aunties uncles parents you know you can also maybe even what you can reimagine it as well and it's also the lingo you got to like come up with the lingo that's being used at yeah. that time and like no but that was like if i were ever wrote a book it would either be that or a collection of short stories yeah. within the same like context one thing that i want for myself is i hope i have an epic love story so i can tell the children right yeah i'm just like you guys how you and your father how you your dad met it was cute how me and your dad met see i can't even speak girl (laughs) i know what you mean though like i feel the exact same way i feel delirious i feel the exact same way i i think everybody wants that right but it's different you you never know some of us are gonna meet our partners on hinge even though that's nope not me that even that app is a low-key cursed she doesn't want to meet nobody on the app, but she don't go out. <laughs> Her account's on private. <laughs> she don't post pictures. <laughs> she don't talk to anybody. 
my soulmate will find me the soulmate will probably be the pizza guy who comes to your door because at this at point at this point i'm about to just take I'm about to do a u-turn and see who the past <laughs> wants, wants to, to who wants a second chance in love <laughs> i don't know what's worse meeting new people or going back to the old ones like i don't know what's worse the whole um, thing is draining especially when you reach that point with a new person you're like i'm not gonna talk to you next week <laughs> oh yeah it comes immediately it's like yeah we are not it's not going to go past oh this. my god after like the first day you're like oh wow here we go i we're love it when they ghost we're, you we're literally it saved me the, the journey of doing it but but yeah. Anyway, so well, anyway, my soulmate is not on the app. He's somewhere in South London. <laughs> I already told y'all where I think my soulmate is: New Orleans, Brazil, France, boom, London. I promise you, there's no one here in Toronto. And on that note, <laughs> all the men in Toronto are nearly mad. We are going to conclude this episode, you guys. You guys, you guys, we're so sorry for these delays, but here we are back again. It's busy. We've been trying to get to New Year, New Us things, and it, it, and every month is a new year for me. <laughs> so with new resolutions. <laughs> so follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on. Oh right, yes. Follow us on TikTok? Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. At romantically lit mm-hmm. tell us which if you read the book which love story you which short story you love tell us um what else did we discuss how do you feel about anna wintour and her vo- legacy yeah what do you vo- think about the bang the, the bang things <laughs> what do you think about the things the bang email us at romantically lit you know at gmail.com you know and then also check out our interview with ebony liddell on spotify and any other streaming service or you can go ahead and watch it on YouTube and also subscribe to our channel. You know, where very soon we will be having visuals to go along with our lovely, lovely voices. And what else we got? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And please pick up a love song for Ricky Wiles for when we talk about it in two weeks. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. Honey, you got anything else? Girl, I'm tired. Okay. 16 carriages. Okay, the beehive's coming out. We gotta go. Happy Valentine, guys. Good night. Bye. Bye.